Guys, how are you? Hello. All good? Jesus Christ. I've forgotten what you look like. So did I. So did I. It's been too long. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been too long. Yeah. It has. It has been a while. It's been a while. Boris Johnson is still in power, but he's he's clinging on for dear life and he's going to go in a couple of days' time. We're recording this at the arse end of August. I want him back. I want him to stay. I want him to stay. Is that is that uh, is that because of Miss uh, Lizard Lizard Trust? Lizard Trust, yeah, exactly. Care- careful what you wish for, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, better, better the devil you know. Any more exactly. cliches? Cliches. Max back. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, well, it's 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 fantastic to be to be here again, chatting to you all in uh, in the wider parts of of Middle England. This is June's June's playlist. June's JLS going out. To the world and the masses, apart from who, who, who are we going to offend this month first, Stooky? Absolutely nobody, nobody, none, <laughs> nobody at all. You haven't had a pop at the Ukrainians yet, I think. <laughs> I'd never do that. <laughs> did, did you watch the fight? I did, I did. It was amazing. You what a boxer, you sick is. Wow, I know, absolutely. It shows the difference between a proper boxer and somebody who's just very big and very strong, you strong, know. Strong, yeah. Do you into the old boxing at all? Or? Lonely? Uh no, I'm assuming you're talking about Joshua. Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. AJ and, and Usage. What happened? Did he throw a fit or something at the end? He did he did go a bit uh a uh, yeah, a bit off script. Yeah, he grabbed he grabbed a couple of the guy had three belts and he grabbed two of them and threw them over the the uh out of the ring. Stormed out the stage. And stormed off and then came yeah. back and grabbed the mic and sort of gave a long rambling explanation. Of why he lost <laughs> his life, basically, right. um, yeah. which was sort of tantamount to saying, uh, you know, he wasn't an amateur boxer. I think that was the thing. He didn't spend years as an amateur boxer. So Usyk has done hundreds of fights, I think 300 right. fights or something crazy, whereas ages had done a fraction of that. So uh, it was a very roundabout way of saying, look, you know, I've done brilliantly, all things considered. But that's, that was my reading of it. I'm not. I'm no boxing expert. We need. Uh, we need Stevo here. Too. We, do. we do. Yeah, we yeah. do need. Talk us through it all. Yeah, he yeah. is our boxing aficionado. Maybe, maybe we should have him back for a, an AJ special. <laughs> but me, me and Steve went to the uh, Commonwealth Games to see the boxing. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh yeah, you saw um, what's his name, Tasty or whatever. Delicious, 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 delicious Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> Taste. That's tasty. the punchline. Delicious is quite looks quite tasty. Yeah. Tasty, yeah. God, what would be your uh, what would be your entry tune? That's that's a good one. What would be your walk on tune? Um, heaven knows I'm miserable now. <laughs> <laughs> Just to throw my opponent, uh, Loney. Oh Jesus, I don't know. My, I've got mine straight away. Come on. Do you want it? I'll give you the chance to, to think about it. It'd be Prodigy, smack my bitch up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good one. Good one. I don't know. I'm Nicky in the UK. That'd be a good one, actually. That'd get you pumped up. 
Absolutely. Get, get the audience on your side, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, sorry. We really do need to get back to the music. So, Stooky, June, you are up first. Oh, it's just me, is it? Right, okay. This is your third Mr. White, Jackie White. Yeah, have you heard of him? I've heard of him for a while, yeah. Whatever happened to Is it Meg? He's I know. I always worry about the people that get left behind, you know. I mean, what's she doing? Painting, decorating? She hasn't got a career in drums, though, because she wasn't, wasn't very good. She wasn't she? very good, was she? That was part of the uh, sort of, uh, you know, the attraction, though. They were very lo-fi and a bit sort of, yeah. you know, ramshackle and everything. Yeah. They, they fell out, though, didn't they? Well, didn't they pretend to be married as well? Oh, Jesus. Really? I thought they were married. Is that just, that just all for the no. enemy, is it? No. It was... Um... Just a staged thing, apparently. Okay. Uh, I'm not too sure about his hair at the moment. Is that blue bouffant? But um... yeah, it looks like somebody out of Lazy Town. <laughs> God, yeah. I, I caught up on the uh, Glastonbury set. Oh yeah. I thought you were going to say that you caught up on Lazy Town. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was realising is everything's blue. It's not just the hair. It's the hair, the clothes, all the guitars. Yeah. Well, he, he's done red, hasn't he? He's got. He's got to move on. Is that right? Okay. Give him ten years, he'll be green. Right, this is Jack White, If I Die Tomorrow. If I die tomorrow, could you find it in your heart to sing? If my mother cries in sorrow, will you help her with the many things that she needs from time to time and day to day? So if I die tomorrow, I was trying to find out the name of his band that was not the whole steady. What was the name of the band that super group he was in? The Raconteurs, that's Raconteurs, it. Raconteurs, yeah. He's, he's had a couple though, hasn't he? He's had two or three sort of you know, projects. Yeah, Raconteurs are what really got me into them because I was not that big oh, yeah. on the white stripes, but Raconteurs mm. I thought were great. Really good. What was uh, what was that one? Uh, the um, 
Steady as she goes. I love that yes. track. Yeah, that yeah, has yeah. an air of something else to it, though. That was has such an air of familiarity to another track. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know what you mean. It, it sounds instantly like you've heard it before, but I can't yes. think of. I couldn't never put my no. finger on what track no. it was, but I'm sure someone in America in 20 years' time will file, file a lawsuit <laughs> against. But that's sort of what he does, isn't it? I, I was mean, just about to say that's his whole career, you know, really, isn't it? Everything mm. the White Stripes was taken from riffs that we've probably heard before, just slightly played, <laughs> slightly different. Load of effect whacked on, and yeah. you know. What I never realised was I, when they first appeared, you know, with Hotel Diablo and a bit later with yeah. Seven Nation Army, I just thought they just, yeah, I just thought they're just you know fairly talentless. Really? Mediocre. That's what the impression I got. It's only recently I realised he's an absolute fucking genius. Genius, yeah. You know, I mean, a very talented player and writer, you know. Yeah, he's pushing the envelope, isn't he? I mean, this this track isn't necessarily pushing the envelope. It's pretty uh, steady as she goes, uh, you know, it's, mm. by his standards. But um, I really like the flute in that. The flute, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> 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 Let's talk about Jack White's flute playing. Well, what, I was, what I was what I was going to say, but you know the song's going along and he's got a sort of slightly interesting things sort of added to it, and then that little sort of solo if you come on it like you know there's a da 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 you know yeah. it sounds like he's got got faulty uh, cable or something on his guitar. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. something that's totally left field that other guitarists don't do. They would. 99 out of 100 guitarists would launch into a tasteful solo over that song. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's a very, um, really talented guy, you know. I don't know whether he's just very shrewd, though. Like, like whether it's all quite calculated or whether it's all very heartfelt. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, he seems fairly genuine, you know. But yeah, so, I mean, the start of that seemed really familiar. I thought it almost had an air of, a Bond theme, but actually, did he do a Bond theme? Am I imagining that? He, he would do a good Bond theme, I think. Well, certainly better than some of the shite we've had recently, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> he did. He done another way to die with Alicia Keys. He's he done Bond. He done a Bond theme. Uh, we're going to have to play it now. I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. You must remember this. Written written by Jack White. Who was uh, which Bond? I'm going to say what film was this? Another Way to Die. That's not a Bond film. Sorry, no. It's Oh right. There you go. I, I knew he'd done a bump theme. There you go. It's a bit forgettable though. I mean, it's it's okay. It, it ticks yeah. the boxes, but yeah. you know, and and the film was a bit forgettable. Really, I was going to say, isn't that the one that everyone said was shite anyway? Yeah, yeah. So a quantum of what? <laughs> what the hell is a quantum of solace? <laughs> um, right then. So, yeah. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. it. 
it wasn't good enough for me to hit my top three. It was quite close, actually, to mine. In your long um, list. Yeah. He's done this weird thing, hasn't he, Jack White, this year, where he's um, released two albums within about three months of each other. Right. Because I only just got his last one in about March, April. Yeah. Um, and I think this one's just come out now or is about to come out now. Fantastic. Well... I worry when artists do that, though, because it, it smacks of lack of quality control. It smacks of not having somebody to say, whoa, 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 you know. Yeah, what from what I can gather, the last one, the blue one, <laughs> is quite noisy, quite as usual. Thing. Okay. And this yeah. one's a bit more uh, sort of country and acoustic. Yeah, he does flip between the two, doesn't he? It's a bit like yeah. um, <clears throat> sort of Beck in that respect, you know. Some, some, yeah. I don't know quite what... Uh... Quite a few influences, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, and well, thank you very much, uh, Stokey, for, 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 for Jack White there. And um, the next one is also from a, a resident Sound FM DJ. <laughs> yeah, Shane. Shane, Mr. Shane Richmond, put this one on, uh, Lowney, and this is your third one. Yeah. Um, go on, tell us a little bit about it. Hello, Gallo. Well, it's Noi. Um... Is it Noi? Really? The original is on the first Noi album from 1971, I think. Wow. Or 72. Jeez. Uh, and it's actually quite different to this. Obviously, you can tell it's the same thing, but it is quite different. I don't know. This is really, I wasn't going to choose this because it's just too obvious. It's also... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get away from the stereotype of being Kraut Rock drone yes. resident but, but. <laughs> failing miserably um, right here we go noise
was a bit annoying. Steve Morris with Gabe Guernsey. Is that a remix then? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a remix of a... Steve Morris. You know Steve Morris, don't you? I've heard the name. Oh, God. Right. He, uh, is, he, is he the brother of Mark Morris? He's the drummer of New Order and Joy Division. Return of the Mac. <laughs> yeah, a, a different Morris, I think. What did you think of the, the H thing? The rapper kind of mural that got defaced? Oh, that. yeah, that was in Manchester because it's... it was a bit of an outcry, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, well, it was this fucking advertising company, wasn't record it? company. Yeah, it was a marketing agency that decided to do that. I don't think it was even the record company. It was just some mark. Mark, I, I just it baffles me who would think it's a good idea, you know, just to paint black over. You'd like, hang on a minute, is someone taking the mic? Is is Beadle just around the corner? Well, like, it's yeah. a, it's an ad as well. I mean, if it was. If it was a bit like Leiden with his I hate Pink Floyd type thing, <laughs> I, I'd kind of get it, you know, I'd kind of get what they were saying, even though it's a bit disrespectful. But it's an advert. It's a fucking are they, advert. Are they just trying to get publicity for the sake of publicity? I guess that was possibly it. So the guy himself had to, he apologised, didn't he? And, yeah. You know, but it seems like it, it, it created more trouble than it was worth, really. So somebody's uh, been given the exit, I bet. Yeah, it's not a good look, is it, really? Uh-huh. Um, particularly when it's, you know, it's a, a local artist they got Absolutely. to do that mural, icon. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, obviously Ian Curtis, but no, I meant they got a local artist to do the mural in the first place. Oh, right. It's the same guy that did the Marcus Rashford um, mural as well, you know, when he was doing all the stuff for kids' school meals yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in Stratford or Salford somewhere. But so, you know, it's just such a bad idea on so many levels. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Opus Kink, Bug Stay Down. That's, this is my next one. And this is from Migzila. He's been a bit quiet recently, but when he does put a tune or two on, a bit like Woody, it's a good one. So yeah, have, have a listen to this, see what you think. Opus Kink. Fall back behind the depot Watch my own coattails disappear down the street Left myself in the lurch But what was worse still Was a look on Anna's face when I turned to concrete Because I haven't been to town now since that pageant I was sicker than a general at the sight of blood But nature forced me on the wagon Now I'm rolling The rain has fallen sadly on the bed
There we go. That was a bit of Oasis Kink. And uh, Horn-Fueled Phil Funk, apparently, <laughs> where punk and jazz combine in grimy circumstances. There's some great quotes there. I mean, uh, what is it? Bo- uh, barnstorming and infectious Steve Lamack. Uh, that's by Steve Lamack, not that he's barnstorming and infectious. <laughs> At least I hope he isn't. Um, <laughs> Uh, one of the most enjoyable genre fusions I've ever seen by Nels Hylton, whoever that is. Uh, a groove powerhouse, um, unlike anything I've ever heard, Henry Grooves. And then A Bit Too Lively by Robert <laughs> Smith of The Cure. Yeah, A Bit Too Lively. I don't, is that a compliment? Yeah, I can say it suggests he didn't really like it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a bit too lively for my life. Yeah, you turn know. it down, lads. Um, <laughs> what did you think? I really liked it. I, I mean, you know, what's not to like? It's, it's great, isn't it? It is infectious. It is barnstorming. I bet they're great live. Um, yeah, I really want to see them live. If, yeah. If they're touring. I'll, I'll... It, it, it is one of those sort of tracks and probably a band that you have to be in the mood for. If you want something yes. a bit quieter, Mr. Smith, then uh, look elsewhere. <laughs> yes. But, for what they do, it's, it's a bit like a great big dirty burger. <laughs> <laughs> With wasabi on or something. So, how about you, Lainey? Did yeah, you I liked your, it, yeah. your plums? It did. Um, it's very reminiscent of a lot of lot of stuff, isn't it? Um, looking at that picture of them, it doesn't look like they're uh, young lads, does it? So, no. I guess it all kind of makes sense. It's sort of band that you might have seen down your local boozer in the 90s, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky to see that sort of band but, anymore. Because, well, exactly, but because of streaming, you know, you can... Put yeah. an album out, and I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's the sort of thing you might have seen at, um, in a festival tent, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. They're never going to be massive, are they? Yeah. But, you know, if you stumble yeah, across they're them, fun. Right. they're a fun band. I don't know. They don't look that old. Actually, you're right. They don't look that old. <laughs> that blows the argument. It's, <laughs> it's the black and white tint. It's the black and white filter they use. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah. So more, more to come from them. I'm not sure if they've got an album out. Um, they have. They have. Because Megsy posted that in the group. Yeah. Till the that's it. Till the stream. Yeah. So I did listen to the album. It's actually yeah. The, the album's mixed. A little. No, I was going to say it's a little bit like um, Black Country. Road kind of oh, okay, that's what it reminded me of. Maybe a bit noisier than that, but you know, yeah, so yeah, it was, it was good. I'll definitely have to give it a good, good spin that then. So, so yes, yeah, so on to your second, your your top number two, mm-hmm. Stooky Animal Trista. Am I saying things right tonight? Trista, just, just Trist, I think. Animal Trist, Peter Hayes, he's from um, what do you call it, Black Rebel, isn't he? Oh, oh is, he? is he? I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I did my homework about six weeks ago when we were going <laughs> to do this episode, and I've forgotten everything since. Peter Hayes, I'm pretty sure, is uh, the bassist in Black Rebel. Right. Um, let me just uh, confirm that for you. <laughs> but yeah, Peter Hayes, the guitarist, and they both share vocals, but he's kind of like the main. Right. Yeah, he's the guy with the curly moppy hair. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, let's give it a spin. My sweet Lord, will you help me leave the darkness behind? So far beyond, such a crime. It's been running in my veins for too long. 
a it's a beautiful one to have on on the headphones. That. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Again, that's another. You've gone with a few kind of heartwarming slow ones to uh, this this evening, Stu, haven't you? Yeah, well, I was obviously in a soppy mood, sensitive, yeah. an indie sensitive mood when I did it. <laughs> um, it, it, it. The verse is just I, I, I love. I, I, if I'm super critical, I, the chorus is a bit too um, goes a bit too middle of the road for me. Yeah, but the verses, I love that yeah. kind of minor chord sequence. It's very. You know, it's got it sort of feels dark. It reminds me a bit of, of sort of thing Midlake could do. It doesn't sound like Midlake, but it's that kind of, you know, kind of, um, you know, without getting all too musicologist about it, but the chords, the, the melody, etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, if I could, if I could um, change anything, I'd just make the verse a bit, the, sorry, the chorus a little bit less, um, I don't know, a bit less catchy. <laughs> Can you do <laughs> that? How do you make a song list, Catchy? I don't know. I, I'm sure I think of some way of fucking out, you know. Yeah. I'd, I'd, do, I'd do a Johnny Greenwood and go, you know, <laughs> in the wrong place and turn it into a monster hit. Yes. <laughs> and the thing that everyone talks about 30 yeah. years later. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I think that gets a thumbs up from everyone. So, um, Lani, you're next. And uh, this is one that Stu put on. He did. Yeah. U G L Y, you ain't got no alibi. You. Ugly UK. Know nothing about them, Stu. Again. Yeah, well, once again, I, I did several weeks ago, but um, uh, yeah, anyway, go for it. Go for it, and I'll quickly uh, do some uh, squatting. I'm not known to survive on the gristle of others to keep me alive. I'm a man of minds, games in the parlor, and a finely stitched.
I would feel like kind of have to let let that one carry on to really yeah. fully enjoy it and get the reward at the end. Yeah, you yeah. definitely have to hear all of it. I think absolutely. Yeah. All our listeners, please do click on the playlist link. All the <laughs> yeah. all the all all the songs from tonight are on the JLS uh, June. 2022 uh, playlist link do do listen to the songs in full and make sure that all the artists get their half a penny from spotify for the streaming click thank you <laughs> so where did you find that one Stu? i don't know to be honest it's that it's lost in the midst of time now um but they're a cambridge brand there's very little information out there on them Mm. So they must be very secretive. Yeah, very secretive. Um, they must be pretty new. But uh, I mean, I, I've, I'm just looking at lyrics now, and I, I wish I'd looked before. There's quite a lot of them. They're they're quite sort of a, yeah, they're not. They're sort of quite uh, obtuse. That's the word. Mm. But I love the fact that it's "I'm Happy" is obviously the main. It's the name of the song. It's the main thing. But there's that note that comes in every now and then that's really jars. Yes. And, and then every now and again, they say, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm here to destroy you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, curiouser and curiouser. Slightly obvious thing to say again, but again, they reminded me a bit of Black Country, New Country. Really? Yeah. Um, they are flavour. I can, I can see where you're coming wow. from. I think it's his voice, possibly. but And the arrangements of the music. And the arrangements, oh, yeah. OK. I don't get that at all. That's, you, that's interesting. Really? No, um, I don't. But you see, I've spent a lot of time listening to Black Country recently because I oh, really okay. do like them. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, I say it's probably a bit too lame to level that at them, but, um, but really enjoyed it. But no, that really stood out to me on the playlist. That was, you know... Kind yeah, kind of refreshing. Yeah. I'll I'll hold I'll hold my hands up. Eight minutes. I just as as I said before in previous previous podcasts we've done, it it, it didn't hit my three minute marker. And then you got you got to listen. You just got to leave. Yeah, John, you got to get gotta the reward at the end. It's yeah. like Pav- Pavlov's dog, isn't it? Yeah, I need yeah, the uh, I need the instant reward. Particularly doing a podcast once a month about the songs on the playlist. You know, you got put the work in. <laughs> Well, I got you know I'm holding my hands up saying I, I liked that then, but it didn't oh, catch me. What's yeah. if, however many you know iterations I've done of listening to the playlist, that did didn't seep through. So I just don't understand that that song to me. It, it to me it's accessible right from the start. Yeah, and it's got so many changes, so many it swings, so many surprises, uh, throws so many surprises at you. You know? That's it. You just have to be in a mood to tolerate something like that, though. I think. Oh yeah, of course. You don't. You don't like surprises, do you? No, no alarms and no surprises, please. Uh, and only two minutes thirty. Yeah, two minutes thirty. Yeah, yeah. So, so John can last. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, a thumbs up for me. I think everyone loves that one. Just uh, good value again. Eight minutes. Good value to that. Yeah, uh, we definitely want to watch them. Yeah, absolutely. So then. It's my second one. It's uh, my, my, my number two uh, from Lowney, of course. And you love this tune. I think you wanted to pick this one yourself, didn't you? Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> the, I think it would have been my sleeve. Had, sleeve. Um, someone else not picked it. Yeah. I just can't stop playing it. It's one of them. Proper earworm. It's proper earworm. It's, it hits all my, hits all my, um, I was going to say, I'm trying to think what it hits all my melons. Is that saying? <laughs> It is now. You're the cricket bat. Uh, personal trainer, Rugs Bustans. If you're a serious dance instructor, if you've recently moved to Berlin, if your book is called on 
that is that start just gets you pulls me right in and keeps mm. me there it's just lyrics as well just make me smile as well just the um that, the it's got an air of cake and the, the, the delivery makes make me a little bit reminded of cake You're going on about cake again Jay. this is <laughs> this is becoming a problem you know <laughs> there's as, a soon, theme, as soon as he hears the words jls show he's thinking about bloody cake but yeah the Amsterdam Dutch uh, Dutch band. Ah, well, so it's based in Amsterdam, are they? Are oh, they is it? A, I, I don't know if they're. Where did you, how did you find them? Uh, Mark Riley keeps playing them. Um, is it is surprise, it surprise? Riley? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. He sounds American, doesn't he? But then I suppose that could just be a Dutch person. Dutch people accent. do when they speak English, they sound American because they watch all the TV shows. Mm. Yeah, who knows? Um, but uh, again, a bit lame comparison, but they really reminded me of. LCD sound system. Who... I thought you were about to say Black Country New Road. <laughs> yeah, I'm Black Country New Road. <laughs> no, I get, um, I get. Yeah, yeah I mean, I love LCD sound system, and yeah, I think it's the bass yeah. and his vocal, his vocal yeah. delivery, but um, and the quirky lyrics as well. But... Did that tickle your parsnips, uh, Stooky? Yeah, it's it's been a grower for me actually. It wasn't it didn't make my I don't think you made my long list at first, but when I listened back through the uh, the playlist in full, that sort of yeah. became a bit of a, uh, maybe. And 
Uh, uh, yeah, and listening to now on proper hi-fi headphones, it's it's a banging tune. It's a real kind of gets you, doesn't it? You know, yeah, it is. It's it's well it's well put together, and there's not a lot yeah. going on. But when it yeah. does, when you hear it, it's it it, it 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 sounds perfect. Yeah, it's um, it's probably a bit too loud for uh, for Robert Smith. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> too, lively. too lively, too lively. Yeah, too I haven't. I must admit, I haven't um, gone down any rabbit holes with them and listened to any of their other stuff, so I don't know. Couldn't comment on what the rest of it's like. But... Run predominantly by sports teams, Henry Young. Ah, is he the lead? Is he the lead singer in sports team? I don't know, but um, Lanny, you're doing quite well because that's that's your tune, and you've got another one coming up that you put on Stu's number one. And that's Hogtile 50 Foot Wave. Can I, can I tell you something about personal trainer? Go on. Which is, uh, they, are, they are, they do appear to be Dutch. Basically, they're a collective made up of friends and friends of friends. Frontman Willem Smit expresses his need for reform. Personal trainer started as an idea where all members would be interchangeable, driving an unspoken tension and energy on stage, bringing different people together and making for a lot of rehearsal time. Uh, more than a conventional band would need. Cool. Interesting. So uh, something a bit different. This tune, Hogtile 50 Foot Wave. Go on, Stuky. Well, this is this is one of Lowney's, isn't it? Um, Two on the trot, yeah? It's, it's um, yeah. Um, no, I don't. This because this is the uh, last from... Uh, ba, 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 ba. Who's it from? Throwing Muses. Oh, again. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the name? Kristen Hirsch. Kristen Hirsch, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Kristen Hirsch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is this is her kind of wanting to do something slightly different. Now I don't really know throwing muses. It's not a band that I'm familiar with. So uh, I was intrigued after hearing this. You know more about. I didn't realise it was her. I just like the tune. It came up on yeah. my um, yeah. on my radar. Are you a throwing muses fan? Uh, not massively. No. Uh, and now it was the two of them. It was, was it Tanya Donnelly the other one. That was in throwing music. Went off and did belly. Skim through the rest of the album, to be honest. Nothing else really grabs me. It is just this track. But right. I, I love this track. Here we go then. This is uh, Hogtold. Take 
I still think you're in the your um, 90 beats per minute limit there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think that might might meet the criteria for uh, Mr. Smith. It's not too lively. It's not too, you know, um, it's pretty, pretty chilled, isn't it? It's kind of like, uh, it's a bit, bit imagine it on a beach with a, you know, with a spliff. I do like the, the guitar work in that dune. Yeah, it's lovely. Great sounds. Um, but yeah, I, I love a voice. Now, here's my criticism of the rest of the album. And it might be better on proper, you know, hi-fi headphones, which I didn't listen to it on. But her voice was just very low in the mix. Right. And it, fe it felt yeah. like a, de a deliberate decision stylistically. But she's got a great voice. I want to hear it. I was going to say that might have been deliberate because yeah. part of that. You know, you're saying you weren't a big fan. I, they're one of those bands I remember, and I wasn't a big fan at the time, but I bet if I went back and listened to them now, mm. they'd probably be more at my street mm. than they were when I was 21, yeah. you know. Um, Buried treasure? Yeah, possibly, <laughs> yeah. Right, well, uh, Lowney, your next number oh, no, no. Is this, is this your one? It is, yeah. Um, I'm glad you've broken from the uh, from the um, from the mold. <laughs> well, I thought Ugly did as well. Or I hoped it did. But, um, <laughs> Shane put this on, didn't he? And again, I know very little about them, but this is this butters my parsnips, as it were. Butters your parsnips, or yeah. tickles your plums. Yeah, uh, and it's not very long either, John. So you can play most of it. <laughs> Fantastic! I'll give it a go.
know, it's quite an eclectic, euphoric song. Yeah. But... I'm just laughing since I feel my kid and I'm changing like what I normally go for. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's proper droney shoegaze, isn't it? It's just my, it's just my usual thing. <laughs> yeah, it really reminds me. Shane has always was talking about a band that he watched a green man called Lemon Days and I gave them a quick listen. Mm. And it kind of reminded me like that. It's got the female vocal and the you know the jingly jangly guitars, but yeah, no, it's it isn't quite what I normally go for. But yeah, I, it was really refreshing. Again, I, I really liked it. It's, it's within your library of of genres, isn't it? I'm gonna have to break the mold. Gonna have to break the mold. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get you some grime tunes on. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Get some H. Get some H. Uh, Stooky, what do you think of that? Yeah. Uh, yes. It's. It's nice. It's uh, yeah. It's very pleasant music. It's not groundbreaking. You're not um, a shoegazy kind of person, are you? I'm, I'm not really. I've never kind of got into that. It, it, it's just apart from Pink Floyd. It's <laughs> not shoegazing. What are you talking about? Well, it's gazing. It's not shoegazing. But what, what is shoegazing anyway? I don't know. Don't don't shoot me down. So she's playing the same chord for about 10 minutes. <laughs> right, okay. It's people who can't play guitar. Yeah, but it, it, it's more than that, isn't it? it it's, it's It was the enemy dubbed a, yeah. a certain group of bands like Ride and yeah. My Bloody Valentine. And, uh, Is it fair to say they all had sort of longish hair? That was they all had long hair and used to look 90s. down when they were playing and didn't move exactly. around very much. And, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and, and sort of kind of emotive... Um, emotive music, but not actually showing any emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Slow dive were kind of the kings of showgaze, but yeah, you can't put like in, uh, Pink yeah. Floyd into that. Jesus in the Mary Chain, would you say there? No. Well, Jesus Mary Chain got, probably got lumped in with it, but no, not really. Yeah, Jesus no. Mary Chain, rock and roll band, aren't they? Mm. You know? But what I, you know, since realised is that a lot of those bands who weren't particularly into like Slow Dive. Just massive influences on, you know, post rock and yeah, Mogwai and all that stuff. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, just ahead of their time, really. Yeah, uh, Sigaros, you know, wouldn't exist without Shoegaze. <laughs> Are you a big fan of Sigaros? Yeah, yeah, particularly the early stuff. Yeah. Did you did you hear back what's happening with Godspeed? Uh, um, what do you mean? What's happening with them? I'm going to go and see them in a few weeks. Are you going to actually going to see them? Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be January, but it got cancelled because of travel restrictions. So. That's what I meant back from January. So it's, yeah. you're so going it's, to see them next. Yeah. Oh, wicked! Mid September. Right. They're a bit of a spectacle on Godspeed, though, because they have. Um, I mean, we're off on a tangent again, but they have like a film reel that goes on throughout the gig, and it's made up of these very short strips of film. Okay, and, and so the guy that loads the film all night loads it all randomly. And so it's, it's different every night. It's different every night, and he's Why? he's kind of considered part of the band because he does that. Know, he's doing it, you know, off the hoof. So. I guess it's like media. It is art, isn't it? Art, yeah, off, yeah, on, yeah, on the so. hoof, off, off the hoof. Off the I mean, you definitely sit and watch that rather than watching them. I mean, they don't do very much. But yeah. <laughs> well, what was in that? Uh... Cake, uh, John. Uh, <laughs> Rice Krispies, uh, butter. Uh, when you're when you're fluffing your uh, your, your catchphrases, I get a bit concerned. <laughs> Off the hoof. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, acid face, all them. Which is this one? Is my top one for June, and it comes from 
he's truly this is Mr. Hallsworth. This is one of his tunes. Um, again, a fantastic value here for money. 1759, not the year he was born, but yeah, 1789 tune. I don't know where to start with this. I'm just going to press play. Let's go anyway, can't Yeah, let's let's listen to the start. As a, as a guitarist and as a music fan and just I loved that it was great to listen to um, they're on tour as well by the looks of it nowhere in Birmingham they're playing not in um, Sheffield London, Leeds Brighton, Glasgow yeah but um, yeah not Birmingham unfortunately otherwise I'd, I might suggest to Steve to go and see what about me? what about me John? <laughs> Are you got a problem with me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it me fa- to my face. Well, you didn't put them on, so Steve gets first refusal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, here we go. That that concludes. We're, we're not. We're going to save the hidden sleeves in in lieu of our new feature. Yeah, we need a jingle, don't we? We do need a jingle here. Yeah, Stu is a jingle, mate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we a feelers pirates sailing the salty seas? Uh-huh. Take your gold and silver, leave you swinging in the breeze. Uh-huh. We came upon a treasure map where X marks the spot. Uh-huh. We thought we found a fortune, but this is all we got. Uh-huh. What is it, Captain? An old gramophone and a shiny black disc. Well, Roger the cabin boy, if it ain't Evan or Las Vegas by the Cocteau Twins, 
Get the grog flowing and let's have a sing-song miartis. Hey! Right in this new feature, who's going to explain it? Oh, go on, Stooky, you can do it because it's your, you come up with it. This term, buried treasure, go on. Yeah, what, yeah. What, is, what is buried treasure for our, our word world listeners? It's, um, it's, it's an analogy, isn't it? So buried treasure, and it's, it's subjective because what's, what's buried to some people might be absolutely blindly obvious to others. And this isn't yeah. perhaps the best example of buried treasure as we've come to realise. It's anybody of our age who's into music probably is well aware of, certainly of the band and, and probably the album. Uh, and even, even if they didn't think they were, when you hear the hits off it, then it becomes obvious that it's, Gets yeah. a lot of radio play. But basically, we're looking back in, we're reaching back into the mists of uh, music time and looking for albums that we'd perhaps either forgotten about or weren't weren't really aware of, which actually are worth listening to again. Yeah. yeah. And so, and it started off from a conversation, didn't it, about the Cocteau Twins and probably Lowney saying, oh, they're really good, and you and me saying, don't really know them. Who are they? Yeah. Who are they? It wasn't yeah. just that, was it? Because it was um, what's the name? Liz Fraser being. Oh yeah, that's right, Liz Fraser. Yeah, some yeah, yeah. signature. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we didn't really know. You know, I didn't know that she was some signature until we started digging. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then, you know, I wasn't particularly into the Cocteau Twins at the time. I knew about them, but wasn't particularly into them. But and it was also the conversation that we then found out that she'd done. Uh, teardrop, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. from massive, massive attack. attack. So, yeah. yeah, and it was just all that whole thing. So, so I picked this album um, because it seems to be critically their most acclaimed album. You can probably see why now. Now we've been listening to it, you know, it. and that that album is heavy in all Las Vegas. Yes, pretty much corrects me if I'm wrong, Chris. But it's, uh, it's pretty much the last one they did of this style. Well, I mean, they broke up short not long after. It's they? the last one they did for 4AD, um, and then they signed to a major. And I think right. they'd already okay. signed to the major when they did this album, possibly, okay. which might be why it did quite well commercially as well. Yeah. I'm not being a massive fan, I don't really know. I believe the stuff that they did afterwards wasn't very good. Well, that's what, that's what I, I read, that um, they changed style. They did strip down music. So everything up to this point was layered, absolutely layer upon layer upon layer yeah. um, of overdubs. And then they did a stripped down album, which really kind of uh, uh, upset the fans. Yeah. And, and I think they, I mean, problems were setting in. Well, then. of course, the two of them were together as well, Liz Fraser and... Mm. The guitarist, I can't remember yeah. his name, were together, and they now despise each other by all accounts. So yeah, well, she she won't even talk about no. Twins, and apparently, there was a reunion on the cards a few years ago, and she just wouldn't do it. She just wasn't having yeah. it at all. No, well, there you go. So we've all picked our favourite tracks from what is yeah a pretty good album. So. And and we all actually managed to pick different songs because we didn't tell each other at the time what songs we were picking. And we've all picked different ones, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I thought about Cherry Colour Funk and I thought that's too obvious. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not... <laughs> I thought about Fru Fru Foxes, but I thought, oh, no, that's a bit too, you know, a bit too knowing. Three minute, but it's also the one I enjoy the most. It was the first song. It's I the listened. first track on the album. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that's not why I chose Be honest, you. John. <laughs> you just didn't listen to the rest, did you? No. Be honest, John. You never got past the first track, did you? How do you? How you? Um, right, this is the first track off the album, but it is also my choice. This is Cherry Coloured. there and i gotta be honest the reason why i chose that and i don't know whether i'm doing cocktail twins a disservice here but this the, the, that song and that opening track really did remind me of um, a band that the enemy kind of hyped and overhyped and they were the best thing since sliced bread in the kind of mid 2000s late late 2000s um sorry mid mid 2005 six seven eight or something like that and that's glass vegas and there's a scottish band as well but it's kind of got that that kind of air and that feel to it. I don't know what you guys think, but that's that's what attracted me to it. Anyway. Don't really know Las Vegas, but yeah, it's probably fair to say that they'd been influenced. Been listening to this, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. I think so. James Allen has definitely been uh, been listening to to, to the, a bit of the Cocktail Twins, I think. But um, yeah, and I think that's what that's why that's why it hooked me straight away that song I, I listened to the album about three or four times i think and yeah. that that always came back rose the cream rose yeah, it, it was yeah. up there in mine yeah um, yeah it's i think it was a single actually as well so. all right okay so who done pitch the baby this, this second tune this is Stu. Wow. you go on Stu, can you give us a little bit of insight then 
I just thought it was a bit kind of quirky, this one, actually. Um, yeah. I, I, I love Cherry Funk. The Cherry Colour Funk really highlights how effortlessly she sings. Yeah. Um, but Pitch the Baby was just kind of a quirky yeah. tune. That, uh, yeah. And no yeah. notably, you, you lasted one track longer than me. Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to say. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> Well, seriously, I didn't pick Through Through Foxes from Midsummer Fires because I just thought it was a title. I mean, what the fuck? You know? It's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Welcome yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here we go then. This is, uh, this is Pitch the Baby. It's a bit, a bit more poppy, I think, that one. That's just reminded me why I had a list of about six and that one got booted out. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> because? Because of that awful bass. It's dun, aw dun, dun. <laughs> awful 80s bass. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's, 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 keyboard, it's keyboard bass, isn't it? It is, and it's the kind of production on it as well. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I said to you. Yeah, there was one thing I said to Lowney when I think we were talking on WhatsApp about it, and is the production of the album isn't that great, in my opinion. It's not yeah. as clear. You know, I've heard much clearer albums. Now, I think that this was still, it was 90s, so whether yeah. it was recorded digitally, I don't know. I'd suspect it was recorded on tape still. Tape still, yeah. And um, he did a lot of overdubs. Uh, I, I, one thing I read, read about yeah. Uh, in an article, and, and he did it out of insecurity because he wasn't wow. confident in his songwriting. Yeah. And yeah. I think basically they just, you know, if you know about recording, then bouncing tracks together. Down, yeah. And you, you, you bounce them down to, to, to free up other tracks, but it, you yeah. lose quality. 
the whole album smacks of that to me, as does as does all the stuff I've heard of theirs. Yeah, and like you say, it was nineteen ninety as well. They were still on four AD, even though they had hits. They probably didn't have a massive amount of money. Either. No, yeah, and they were never they were never huge. You know, they were never no. like the sort of Cure size or anything like that. So yeah. I imagine it was done on a budget. If you if you yeah. if you'd had major label money on this album, I suspect it would have sounded really polished. But yeah. on the other hand, would it have also lost something, you know, because yeah. that yeah. organic feeling. But yeah, so last but not least, Lenny, this is uh Frau Frau Foxes in Midsummer Fire. So I got to the end of the album, unlike you two. Because <laughs> this is the last track. I literally had about a short list of six. And two of them were the two you picked. I had Ice Blink, Long Cold Noir as well. I think this one just stood out a bit. Um, you know how when people used to make albums, they had always saved a really good one for the last, slightly different song for the for the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it sort of reminded me of one of those kind of things. And it changes a bit as it goes along. So. Yeah. Right, then, well, let's give it a listen. Can I change my first choice, please, Lenny? <laughs> <laughs> that just exploded after two minutes. That just kind of comes yeah. alive. Yeah, yeah, and it does it again towards the end. It's just yeah, reminded me of something as well that we shouldn't really talk about the Cocteau Twins and not mention that 
she was famous for just making shit up for the you know the lyrics the lyrics ah yeah sort of singing singing inaudibly yeah 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 she just makes up she wrote it down but it's just she kind of fit it around the music yeah it's it's the sound of the words rather than the words themselves that's brilliant really isn't it um and they were they were quite famous for doing that um and I'd, and I'd completely forgotten. It's certainly, again, ahead of its time, you know. Yeah. When I was ever struggling to write a song, I'd just do a subtitle song, like put on a TV station and then just put turn the subtitles on and then write, write down random sentences that seem to sound all right. <laughs> that, that sounds very Bowie and Eno. It is, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, absolutely. Just, used to do yeah. that all the time. Well, I used to, you know, do uh, cut-up sort of, things out of magazines and just mix Did they? Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the whole William Burroughs thing. Well, I didn't know that. Um, um, yeah, he did a lot of that. We should do a whole whole episode on Bowie, actually. That'd be interesting. Right, and getting back to the... That's uh... the Cocteau Twins. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, before, before we finish on the Cocteau Twins, yeah. Chris, you had a, a short list of six, did you say? I did. So what, what was your... What would have been your number two? So there was the two that you two picked. There was okay. um, Ice Blink Luck, um, Heaven or Las Vegas title yeah, track. Yeah, I had the self-titled, yeah. Actually, we have to mention as well, Stu, you sent me that clip of... <laughs> what's Miley name? Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Absolutely Jesus. butchering. Yeah. If you want to see somebody butchering a song, YouTube, Miley Cyrus singing Heaven or, or Las Vegas. Oh, my God. Oh Jesus! It's it something amazing. to behold. Once you've seen it, you'll never forget it. <laughs> and then I think my other one was that Road River and Rail. I think okay. um, yeah. second to last yeah. track. Yeah. I noticed. Um, I think they've probably written the only song pop song about pegging uh, in <laughs> "I Wear Your Ring." <laughs> uh, oh dear! Uh, right and well, go on then. It's so stooky. Your, your hidden sleeve and honourable mentions, please. Okay, honourable mentions. Okay, so there's Ra by Gorpa. I think it's that way round. Um, or Gorpa by Ra, I'm not sure. Um, there was uh, da, 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 Blow My Mind, which is quite a different track to what I'd usually go for. She, 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 Paya and Paya Malik. Um, and Do You by Ghost Woman. But the one I'm going to go for, because it just was so different, was The Lonesome Death of Johnny Ace by Spectrum and Captain Memphis. So go and give us a little bit of what, why, why is this your hidden sleeve, then, Stooky? Uh, I, just, I, just, I just liked it. I just wanted some Jeff in, in the mood for, but um, yeah, just, uh, yeah, give it a listen. Girlfriend sitting on his lap Gave that pistol one more stab Then he went to take that long, dirty nap Goodbye, Johnny Ace
Beale Street, they shook their head When they heard that Johnny Ace was dead That's the way it goes, that's what they said Shame on Johnny Ace Shame, shame, Johnny Bushes carried him down, Cadillac to the burying ground. Can't you hear that coffin sound, Johnny Ace? So long, Johnny Ace. Shame, shame, Johnny Ace. Well, that sounds like it should be in a 21st kind of century western. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? I didn't know if you two were aware, but yeah, Spectrum is Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom being found a member of Spaceman 3. He's absolutely on fire at the moment. He's got, I mean, there's stuff of his all over the playlist. Um, He's been banging on some stuff that he's been doing recently. He did two albums last year as well. He's just really churning it out. Yeah. Well, I gotta be honest, that kind of evaded me until you've picked that one out, Stu. Well, again, I thought I thought it might, uh, <laughs> and, and, and uh, it's a long one. Um, it's a long one, so... and it doesn't change all the way. It doesn't, doesn't change. No, no. It, 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 it's, it's a bit like that of men, of Montreal uh, yeah. track, the eleven minutes, exactly <laughs> the same riff going round and round and round. Yeah. But um, but instead of not, you know, that just ratchets it up continuously. With this one, it doesn't, but it no, just introduces no. more weird noises and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that's that's a good hidden stay, that definitely. Lowney, what's what, what what's your honourable mention? Right. So honourable mentions. I also had uh, Ra and Gorpa. I had Laurent Garnier, the Promenade Oblique, which I think Stooky put on, and. Because you've just chosen that one, I'm not going to choose this one. So it was the 12 steps by Spiritualize, um, which of course is the other half of Spaceman 3. Right. So what I am going to go with, my hidden sleeve, <laughs> is, and I'm hoping this will surprise you, um, Gaz Coombs. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I am wow. surprised at that. What's it? Sunny the Strong. Mm. Ooh, that's one of mine. I've got one on the list this week. We can have that on our uh, boxing special. <laughs> so yeah um i just again it's uh near Wim and he's not particularly someone that i'm that into you know i was never that into yeah. supergrass but this is just a really good song right here we go Cascades. he had a fire Took all his faith 
That's what bass should sound like, isn't it? I was about to say the bass was one of the bass always gets me going and tracks me into songs booming in that one. Stooky, what did you think of that? You know what? It didn't really grab me at first, the first two or three listens that and and I'm sitting here with the headphones on listening, yeah, I quite like that. Now I am a big Gas Coombs fan and mm. not so I mean supergrass in the nineties, but mm. I kind of drifted away. For a long time but, but his solo stuff i've seen him seen him live and uh you know he's just so good he's just the consummate you know professional um so that isn't quite up there with his best stuff but he he can't he just doesn't do bad music mm. you know um yeah. and so uh yeah, it's, he, it's, it's he does good. do bad jackets though with guitars, doesn't he? He does, he does terrible jackets. Yeah, he, <laughs> trench he, coats. I know it's like a sort of 21st century Tony Iommi gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing uh, against him, it, you know, it's not that like I dislike it. It's just, it's is it too poppy for you. It's super too poppy for you. They just weren't really my time because you know, I wasn't into. All that stuff at, at that time. Yeah, I wasn't into Britpop, you know. I was busy, I don't know, I was busy listening to at that time. Techno, probably. But um, yeah. they also, uh, I think my problem with Supergrass is I can never get past what was their massive hit. All right. Well, all right. Yeah. I know that isn't typical of that. No, but I couldn't stand that either. You can't get past it, can you? You know. Yeah, for, for me, it was uh, in it for the money which is a great album. I was just yeah. about to say, when someone played me that album, 
Richard the Third as well. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, and that and that track. Yeah, I was like, fucking hell, what this is? Is this the same band? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like they stopped trying to be all funny and quirky and yeah. like a sort of uh, Britpop monkeys and um, yeah, you know, and actually turn out some decent bloody tunes. They were really young though. Oh yeah. Well, it was funny actually when I did, I did see him live. Uh, uh, I was going to say a couple of years ago. It's probably more like four years ago. Uh, he actually ended up doing a solo acoustic version called by the fuzz and it was great and i thought <laughs> there there you go it's a good tune if you can play it on the acoustic guitar yeah. just on, on on your you know your on your own and it sounds great then that's a good song yeah, yeah. So. so that i mean going back to that song it just it just really caught me ear and just couldn't stop again couldn't stop playing yeah. it proper earworm so yeah. and i thought and i thought it'd surprise you both so there you go you saved you saved my bacon lonely because i hadn't had anything on on the playlist up until that point. So had you me. not? All right. <laughs> it was a bit of a dry, dry month for me. <laughs> All the shit has fallen <laughs> off the wall, hasn't it, John? Right, sorry, John. Rewind, re-edit. <laughs> I'll have spiritualised. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, in. so last but not least, it's myself and my hidden sleeve. A couple of honourable mentions. Some of the tracks here have already been on. Uh, Pleasure Centre being one of them, but I've got... Wet Satin, Dead, Bad Love, Ubogo, Black Lizard, Six Six, Sick, Black Angels, Melts, Fine Moon in Space, Gloop Unit, Ghost Woman. Obviously, Stuki, you're trying to put the Ghost Woman album on in stealth yeah. the playlist. Uh, Being yeah. Slow and the Schizophonics, Desert Girl, they're all kind of kind of up there, but not quite there. And um, yeah, I'm, I am going to go with one of my own. This one is especially just for our own resident uh, sound fm dj bruce lee <laughs> and and it's a band who they're a local pair and they, they supported um what you call him in hit makers oh my john god spencer. john spencer that's it yeah. and i was just blown away by them they were brilliant live when i heard this song live and you see look two minutes 21 uh, and it literally is it's just it's just pure bluesy rock and roll. Have a listen to this. Janie was a klepto boy black econ.
And that was that. <laughs> I really like that. But do you say they're from Birmingham? They are. They don't sound like they are, do they? Well, yes. I was going to say, don't give, you know, the American accent thing. Just... They sound deep sound. I think that's just a distortion on the vocal, really, because the vocal, he can't sing, obviously. He hasn't got... No, like, I know, a, but... It's not like t- a Tom Whalen, is it? You know, it's just distorted reverb, bit of echo. I think there's a definite attempt at an American mm, accent. I, I think so, yeah. You know? If you hadn't told me they were from Birmingham, I'd have pegged them as an American yeah. band. But... Yeah. But... Have you have you delved into them at all? Um... Uh, no, all I know is that uh, Lee keeps moaning about them on the playlist, and then Hawley keeps putting more on, so uh... <laughs> <laughs> which amuses me. But um, but they've got these these kind of um, like Batman and Robin kind of bandanas, not bandana things that go over their eyes. They they light up as well. They've got lights, so they've got a bit of a. Bit of a thing going on, right? Bit of a thing going on, but actually on stage it works. And they've is got, it just um, two of them as well? It's just two of them, yeah. Just yeah. two, just guitar eight, and drums. Yeah. That's it, yeah. And they make a lot of noise. Um, yeah, well, again, without I mean, might as well finish as I started, but without um, having to make comparisons. They remind me of Black Country New Road. No, um, they, remind <laughs> me, <laughs> <laughs> they remind me of early Jesus and Mary Shane, you know, in a way. Yeah. Doing that kind of noisy rock and roll thing. Yeah. Mm. Not mm. quite the same, but you know. Yeah. I was going to say more around the, like, the white stripes kind of vibe. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Same thing again, except yeah. at least they are American. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Well, that's that's everything for tonight, chaps. We've is. gone on a bit tonight, haven't we? We, we, we? You can tell that we haven't spoken for well, a while. Yeah. It took a while to dig up the buried treasure as well, didn't it? So, you know. <laughs> it was it was worth it once we found it though it was well worth it yeah, absolutely right and chaps well it's been a, a pleasure again and thank you very much for uh for, for your company yeah likewise likewise yeah and, and to all our and to all our listeners we love you dearly thank you very much good yeah. night and yeah good keep place. the postcards coming in much appreciated <laughs> Gonna go and get a cake. <laughs> that must be a record. <laughs> Ten minutes in. I thought he was joking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's done it once, and that's it now. Yeah, got to have a cake. I'm gonna. <laughs> Jesus.
We made roast crispy cakes, and um, they're really nice. So. And you thought you'd save them till you were recording a podcast. <laughs> well, we're not recording at the moment, are we? Start now. <laughs> yeah, theme tune. <laughs> yes. gonna, when we do the out, outtakes bit, you, this is going to be quality material for you, Lenny. <laughs>